0: episode number 58. Hi, you're listening to the Careers Beyond Motherhood podcast with your host Janine Esbrand. I'm here to help working mums like you to thrive in your careers and in motherhood. I share tips, strategies and inspirational conversations with awesome women to help reduce the struggle in your juggle. Hi for mommy! Hello, hello, and welcome to the show. It is awesome to be here with you today on this special edition of the Careers Beyond Motherhood podcast where we are focusing on International Women's Day. So it's International Women's Day 2019 and the focus is better balance. And the the focus for this year is really looking at gender equality and how women can be more recognised for what they do and how their contribution can be measured equally to those of men. Now, This time of year is brilliant for focusing on the awesome contribution that women are making. I think it's so important for women to be valued for their contribution, that they bring to the organisation that they work in or the marketplace if they run their own businesses. According to research and particularly a report that was um, carried out by McKinsey, companies across all sectors with the most women on their boards of directors significantly and consistently outperform those with no female representation. By 41% in terms of return on equity, and by 56% in terms of operating results. This is huge. Even if you have an issue with, you know, getting women involved at a leadership level because of unconscious bias or because you're old school and you just do things how they've always been done and generally you see white middle class men at the top, looking at the stats and the figures should do something to shift perspective, should make people realise that women and their contribution is much more than a vanity metric and actually makes a difference to the bottom line of organizations so if you can't get on board with the fact that there should be more women in leadership positions because it's the right thing to do and the fact that women have the ability and the talent to be operating at that level and to be sitting around those those boardrooms and to have a seat at the C-suite table then Looking at the data, it should be enough. Looking at the numbers and recognising that when organisations have women on their boards and they have diverse boards, the organisations are able to operate more optimally and therefore it results in increased revenue, increased profit, and so it's a win-win for everybody. But we all know that there are many barriers to women progressing in the workplace. Um, And often it's felt when women become mothers that is a roadblock for them there are assumptions made often when we women return to the workplace around their commitment to their career and sometimes women do feel differently when they go back and there has been a shift in perspective but that shift in values and that shift in perspective is not recognised enough and is not supported enough so when women go through a transition period organisations aren't offering the right support that will enable them to go through that period and then be set up to continue in their careers and climb the ladder. I was speaking to a woman the other day who had recently recently returned to work after maternity leave and she was sharing with me that she thought that after she had a baby she would have to shelve some of her ambition around climbing the corporate ladder and progressing within her career but it wasn't until she returned to full-time work after a phased return back to work so she worked part-time for a few months and then progressed to full-time that she realized that there were so many other women so many other parents generally who were doing the juggle, who were still committed to their career and were doing a great job as parents and they were juggling the two, but before she didn't recognize that so when she looked around she didn't really see other people who appeared to be um, doing the thing that she wanted to do so she thought that she would have to shelve um, her ambitions in order for her to step into the role of mother but once she recognized that there were others who were making it work it started to get her wheels turning and she started to think about ways that she could adjust her approach and her mindset so that she could continue the career that she loved and the work that she loved but without sacrificing that all-important time with her family. Her experience just demonstrated the importance of there being visible examples of people achieving the type of success and the type of progression that um, a woman who is in the mid-level or the early stages of her career would like to achieve. So, for today's episode, I asked a number of women leaders to share their thoughts on working motherhood and the journey to leadership positions for women. So they're drawing on their experiences and sharing some of the insights that they have gained over the years. I have learned so much since becoming a working mum three years ago, and so many of my clients share the lessons that they have learned, and I think there's something to be said about reflecting on what you've learned and then passing those insights and learnings on to other people. So I hope that you find what my guests are going to share with you really useful. The first question that we're going to look at is, what would you share with your younger self about being a working mum? Katie Fridman, founder of Flexible Jobs for People Like Me.
1: So what advice would I give to my younger self about being a working mum? I think that you'll never feel that what you're doing uh, as a working mum is enough, but actually just doing your best by your work and by your family Will always be enough.
0: I love what Katie had to say. It's so easy to focus on the negatives and what we are failing to do and ignoring all of the wonderful things that we are managing to achieve and how much of a contribution we are making to the lives of our children and to those around us, to our clients, to our colleagues. So, yeah, I love that. Lydia Rumley, brand strategist.
2: The advice I'd give my younger self about being a working mum is don't try and think about having it all. Having it all is a one-way route to madness, in my opinion. Know that there's going to be an awful amount of juggling, particularly in your children's early years. And know also that it does get easier as time
0: goes on. Marlis Hubner, mindset and well being coach. The
2: advice I would
3: give to my younger self about life as a working mom. My advice is actually very simple. Stop doing it all. As working moms, we feel this need to be responsible for everyone and everything, pleasing our boss, you know, organizing our kids' schedules, thinking about family birthdays, planning our weekend socials, and what to put on the table for dinner. If we put ourselves in charge of all those things and try to build a career at the same time, we will feel mentally overloaded. This is going to lead to exhaustion, overwhelm, and clearly self-doubt, Because we strive to give our best in all those situations and that is nearly impossible. So think about, is is it really somebody else asking you to take care of all that stuff or did you put that burden up on yourself? Do you maybe deep down do all that stuff because you believe things wouldn't get done if you didn't take care of them? I can tell you that for sure I was in that position. And only when I realized that I was the one putting this burden on myself, I could free myself from doing a lot of unnecessary things and let go. Only when you realize it's most likely you who's putting that burden on you, you can let go of the need to be in charge and it's going to be okay. Things will be fine. So tonight, just pick one thing you're going to stop doing and just observe what happens. I promise it will be super relieving and super freeing and allow you to focus on what truly matters and brings you joy and success in your life.
0: She is so right. You do not have to do Everything. I would like to add to what Marlis just said and encourage you to delegate where appropriate. One of the things that I share with the ladies in my membership community is that there are only so many hours in the day and a bunch of demands on your time. So knowing what to prioritize and what to delegate can make a huge difference to how calm, how controlled, how happy you feel on a day to day basis. Sean Heath Hadley, consultant.
4: So, what advice would I give to my young self about life as a working mum? The first thing I would say is to be realistic or be real, actually. Um, you can't have it all. Um, and that's okay, um, frankly. So, there will be a lot of pressure on you to be superwoman and to have it all, in inverted commas. You don't have to subscribe to that. Um, I would say live your life in the way that works best for you and your children and not in a way that subscribes to other people's ideas of what a working mother should look like. Practically I would say accept help, ask for help, um, use the village. So they say that it takes a village, um, a whole village to raise a child. Um, I would say find that village and use that village and if it is not there make it Um, whatever makes your life easier or or run more smoothly, cleaners, nannies, childminders, grandparents, friends, um, whatever makes it run more smoothly and whatever supports you and helps you, then just ask for that without guilt. Um, In turn, help other women wherever you can. Pay it forward. Once you are successful, don't pull the ladder up behind you. If you can help somebody with CVs, Mentoring, encouragement, connections, whatever you can do. Um, Always help other women who are coming up behind you. Finally, I would say that you are so much stronger than you believe you are right now. And you will need to be stronger than you can ever imagine being right now. Motherhood is the most difficult, wonderful and rewarding job you will ever do.
0: And you will rock at it. It is true that it is possible to work in a way that works for you and your family and defining your version of success early on is key as it will help you to avoid comparing yourself to others and falling into that trap of comparison mode all of the time. Um, So carve out your own path. I also really like what Sean said about helping others and you know once you've come through a certain phase then looking to help others who are coming behind you join a network with like-minded people who can encourage you and lift you up as you move towards your career goals. The second question that was asked was share some of the best career advice that you have received.
1: So best career advice that I've been given, there've been a lot over the years, but the two that I remember most are one that came from Sahar Hashimi, who is the founder of Coffee Republic. And she said, jump and the net will appear. And actually, do you know what? If you don't take risks and you don't make change, then nothing changes. And I've always remembered that. Um, I saw her very early on in my career, a presentation I was at my Microsoft days. And it's just lived with me ever since. And actually... Do you know what? If you don't make change, nothing changes. And the second one, I would say, is um, has come later on in life, which is about redefining what success looks like. And that's been really powerful for me because I think that we heart back to the old days of who we were, or I did certainly, before I had children and what my career looked like. And actually things have changed and shifted so much that actually by redefining what success looks like for me now, I feel so much different, um, so much more different about kind of my success um, and what it means um, in this new world so redefine what your success looks like and jump and the net will appear are two things that I really um, have really changed the way I think about about my
0: life what can we do to promote more women to leadership positions
3: As a working mom, there's unfortunately still a lot of unconscious bias that we have to deal with. Even if you were considered a high potential prior to becoming a parent, you now most likely have to deal with all these maternal misconceptions. So what helped me personally to progress into a leadership position was to shift focus. So instead of feeling disempowered by unconscious bias, and instead of focusing on all the odds that were put up against me, I just shifted focus to my inner self. So don't focus on what is not in your area of control, because that will just make you feel powerless. So if your boss thinks you can't have the higher profile project, it's not Think about it in a way that it's not because you are not capable. It is because he has an unconscious bias as well. So show him otherwise. And what is in your area of control is really your thinking and your behavior. Reconnect with who you are. Get to know yourself. Get to know your values and your strengths. And learn how to leverage those in everything you do. Because your strengths and values come natural to you you'll succeed and that will help you build your confidence and courage as well over time. And because you will succeed when you play to your values and your strengths, you will eventually change unconscious bias. So, And I hear you, if there are no role models, you know, I want you to go and find support in a coach and partner with the other women that are in similar situations. Having someone in the same boat will definitely help make things a lot easier.
0: Unconscious bias is such a big deal. It's something that is becoming more spoken about and people are addressing it and looking at ways that we can challenge it but it certainly is there so we do need to be mindful about how we navigate our careers recognizing that sometimes people will have unconscious bias so what can we be doing to overcome that or to demonstrate to them that those biases are not justified and how can we take more control over the things that we can control and let go of the things that we can't Misa Mink, founder of Driven Woman and creator of Festival of Doers.
2: Many women are looking for purpose and uh, and meaning beyond paycheck and a bigger title. Leadership positions, uh, they give you a greater chance to have an impact and to make a difference. Many women say, I don't need more. This is enough for me. So they don't seek to get a promotion or move into those leadership positions. But it's not about what you settle for. It's not about you. It's about what you can give and how you can use your talents to contribute to a better world. So I think to get women, more women into leadership positions, we need to shift the idea what leadership is all about. Um, It's not about getting more for me and about that sort of materialistic ambition. It's really about bringing your ideas into the world so that we can become stronger as a, as a universe, as a world, as a society. And we definitely need more, more of that, um, in this fast changing world.
0: I really like Misa's view where she is encouraging us to take a step back from our immediate situation and to look at things on a broader, larger scale and recognise that what happens in your situation really impacts others and it's not just about you, it's about the greater cause and it's about fighting for equality for women across the board and so sometimes you might have to be bold and brave and be the first person to ask for that flexible working or to seek out that promotion or go against the grain but in doing so you're opening the door for other people. There is a great saying which says a rising tide lifts all boats and I think it's important for us as women to come together and look at ways that we can support one another, encourage one another and promote that growth and acceleration within our career within our careers or within our businesses so that we can be making an impact in our immediate circle and extended circles and really be making a difference. I want to extend a huge thank you to our guests for taking the time to share their views on today's episode. I hope you feel encouraged. And if there's anything that you resonated with or really agree with that you heard during this episode, then I'd love for you to share. Share it with your friends, your colleagues, share it on social media. And when you do share, use the International Women's Day hashtag, which is better for balance. So do go ahead and let people know about this episode. And before I go, I just wanted to remind you that we here at Lightbox Coaching run a community of amazing women who are building their careers and growing their businesses beyond motherhood. It is called The Collective. It's our monthly membership community. So if you are looking for support, if you're looking for community, if you're looking for people that are going to help you to move towards your career goals, then you should absolutely join us. If you head over to the show notes for today's episode, which can be found at lightbotscoaching.com forward slash episode 58, then you can find the link to the details. That is all from me today. I hope you have an amazing International Women's Day. And until I speak to you again, look after you and look after your babies. This podcast features music from Ben Sound.